0: Hello everybody and welcome to a slightly different episode 111. I hope you're all standing on one leg. Um, Oh, my watch has just beeped. That's typical, isn't it, of our wonderful high production values here at FetchEveryone.com. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Like I said, it's a bit different to usual, um, but we've still got some lovely stuff for you to listen to. Katie is standing next to me with the phone. So is there anything else you want me to say about the intro or no nope. all the usual stuff is it mm-hmm. yeah don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that if and when we ever do another one you will get it um, but we definitely will won't we yes. what do you think yeah. yeah cool anyway is that enough can you go and put the bits together now I, that's not a command fetch everyone is a free website for runners cyclists swimmers and everyone else some websites put their best features behind the paywall. We don't do that. Everything is free for everyone. Ooh, who was that mystery fetchy? Have you got any idea, Katie?
1: Well, I do know who it is, yes, because... We've just discussed yeah. it literally moments ago.
0: Ah. Yeah, cool. Anyway, it's over to you, Fetchies, to try and guess. Um, but now it's over to Katie to uh, lead us into the next the next piece.
1: Bye! Hello Fetchies, I'm here and I'm just putting together a little podcast for you with a bit less chat from me and him and um, a bit more chat from you guys and um, I'd like to say an enormous thank you to all the contributors this week because um, there is such rich pickings that I don't need to do much else other than um, stitch them all together, so thank you for that. Um, So here we go, we're going to start today with something I've been really looking forward to listening to and that's Autumn Leaves' tour of Merseyside. Here she is. Hello Fetchies, it's Autumn Leaves.
2: I'm here at the start of the Southport Half Marathon which is also the start of the tour of Merseyside. Um, It's a beautiful day, perhaps slightly too beautiful. Um, The sun is beating down and it's clear. I've never seen Blackpool Tower quite so clearly from Southport before. Um, so, we'll see what lies ahead, and I'll talk to you on the other side. So I'm here, race number one done. Um, didn't really quite go according to plan, uh, at least not after mile nine, when um, the wheels came off fairly spectacularly. Um, partly, I think, the weather, and partly the route, which um, was grim. Um, a big, big sort of slog out and back along uh, the um front sort of marine parade for those that know Southport. So not a brilliant time. Um, I think I've forgotten how to race, uh, (laughs) found it a real struggle uh, to get the pacing right. Um, And there were some spectators, but not very many. Um, And I miss spectators. It was very quiet, lots of thudding feet, um, and and a lot of people struggling a bit. Um, Anyway, it's done, it's dusted. Um, I've embarked on the refueling strategy. And uh, let's see how tomorrow goes. So day two is here, Fetchies. Um, I'm getting ready for race number two, which is um, just under six miles uh, in theory. Last time I did it, it was just over six. Um, It's multi-terrain. First couple of miles um, include a good mile and a half or so on a beach. Uh, which is quite tough going and then there's a little bit of climb back um, up to the sort of top and a nice finish through some woods it's it's very pretty it's probably the prettiest of all of the races and last time I I really enjoyed it Um, so I'm looking forward to this one I'm hoping to put the disasters of yesterday behind me and hopefully this one will just be good fun and hopefully I'll turn in a better performance all round so see you on the other side so fetches second race done much better uh much better all all in all really enjoyed this one um it's multi-terrain as i think i said earlier um the beach bit was really good fun um the sort of bit in the dales which is kind of woodland trail um has got quite a tough climb in it which um I was sort of pleased to cope with reasonably well and uh, finished overall in about uh, 54 and a half minutes uh, for over six miles, measured it long again, um, second in my age category um, and uh, something like 27th lady. Um, so a much better day and um, I'm feeling a little bit more like my usual self. So. Got to rest up, refuel again, uh, and get ready for tomorrow's 10 miler.
1: Zip, 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 zip.
2: So here we are at the start of race number three. Football's on in the background, Mr. AL is watching. I'm walking to the start. Uh, it's all a little bit nerve wracking. 10 miles tonight. It's a bit warm, but otherwise, it's not too bad. Talk to you on the other side. So hello fetchies again, Um, it's Wednesday so yesterday I did the 10 miler um, and I was pretty pleased overall, Um, it wasn't the fastest time uh, but it was within what I'd aimed to do Um, so I was pleased with that. And I was also pleased with the fact that, um, unlike on Sunday, when I I sort of hit a a slightly weary barrier um, at the eight mile point, I managed to get myself going again and sort of pick up the pace and push on through. So uh, that was quite reassuring and um, actually was better than I remembered from last time. The route was um, gently rolling. It's not completely flat. um, And that's quite nice because, You need the odd up and down, even if it's relatively gentle. Um, I think sort of flat and long is really hard on the legs. Um, So this was much nicer Um, because it's sort of two out and backs. You have quite a lot of opportunities to see um, other races, which is quite nice. So there's loads of support um, and lots of shouts of encouragement. Um, And it kind of feels like the tour proper has really got going, which is which is good. And um, so it was, yeah, it was a good sort of end to the first first half of the races. Um, we've done more than half of the mileage, so it's twenty nine miles ticked off so far. And um, so today is as a rest day. Uh, so I'm trying to rest, eat, uh, do a bit of sort of stretching and foam rolling and sort of keep gently moving uh body's holding up reasonably well the legs are a little tired and my toes are a little bit sore i haven't got any blisters um and tomorrow's race is five miles um along Otterspool prom it's pretty flat um much more to my taste distance wise so i'm quite looking forward to it and hoping to to put in a reasonable performance um and uh hopefully um might maybe even squeeze a, a silver club time if i if i can uh, which would be hugely satisfying so uh i'll talk to you tomorrow um and um i hope these little sort of turns are not getting too monotonous and boring uh, but thank you for listening bye
1: good evening fetchies uh,
2: it's the start of the uh, fourth race i'm starting to lose count um, it's a five mile race tonight so i'm at otter's pool at the moment and um, left neatly willows in gorgeous hot sunshine but it's cloudy here and quite cool um, so we'll see what happens um, i like five mile races so i'm quite looking forward to this one but who knows talk to you later bye hello fetchies i'm back home again uh, having done the five mile race um really enjoyed this one uh it was probably about perfect conditions not too hot in the end quite windy um but um a little bit sort of in our faces on the way out so obviously a little bit behind us on the way back in so job done uh managed to get a time of 40 minutes and 22 seconds which is uh well within the silver club standard so i'm pretty chuffed it was also just a 70% waiver and i've not had one of those since um, 2019. So uh, all in all, uh, a good day out um, and uh, onward with uh, tomorrow and race number five.
1: Zip, zip,
2: zip, zip. Evening fetches Here we are gathered for the Uh, race number five I keep losing count now Um, which is a trail race tonight Um, six miles Um, I've just checked in with uh, Sprout and R4R it's a lovely evening Um, sun's out so I'm hoping it's not too hot but actually um, tonight is all just about having a bit of fun really it's a it's a nice course two laps um, in a in a nice park and um, I'm looking forward to it Nice to get this one ticked off, and then there's just the 12 miles left tomorrow. So, talk to you on the other
1: side.
2: Evening fetches, race five is done. Um, it was really warm, very muggy, quite hard work. Um, more up and down than I remembered, but still a nice course, and I did enjoy it. and I got round in a reasonably respectable time. Um My toes really hurt now, so I'm not looking forward to tomorrow's 12 miler, but um, nearly over. Now to embark on refueling. Um, This is the toughest one to get ready for uh, tomorrow's race because we've barely got 14 hours between finishing one and starting the next, which is not really long enough to recover. So um, need to try and eat loads of carbs, drink lots of fluid and um, try and get some sleep. See you tomorrow.
1: Zip, 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 zip,
2: Morning fetches. That's the sound of the roof being hammered on by the rain. Um, It's really, really wet today. Uh, So here we are sitting in the car sheltering before the 12-mile race starts um, in about three quarters of an hour. Um, Very tired and... uh, not really looking forward to this in some ways. We're obviously gonna get really really wet, um, but it's the last race of the tour of Merseyside, and uh, that will be 52 miles done in one week. Um, feeling a bit foot sore, more than a little weary. Um, but um, the lovely Mr. AL is gonna run with me today, so um, hopefully he'll get me round in one piece without too much swearing. Um, so we'll talk to you at the end. hi fetches it's finished uh last race accomplished um pretty much to plan uh mr al and i jeffed our way through it um and i finished in just a smidge under one five, one hour 57 so i was quite happy with that um i enjoyed it um a lot more than last time, but it is a toffee. It's um, it's out and back. It's very pretty, um, but perhaps not on such a soggy day. Although we were quite lucky, really, and um, the heavy rain stopped, and uh, the most we had after that was, you know, sort of very light rain or drizzle, and then it, it kind of stopped altogether by the time we got to the end. Um, I managed a flourish at the finish and sprinted over with arms aloft. So I'm hoping for a decent picture got my satisfyingly chunky medal, uh, my finisher's shirt and uh, we're now back home. I've had a nice hot shower, feeling a little bit more human and the um, the kind of recovery plan starts really now. Lots of lying around and eating to be done. Um, so I hope you've enjoyed following me through this uh, 52 mile week. Um, if any of you fancy doing this sort of event, um, then um, I would recommend it. It's 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 kind of unique um, and uh it's a really good challenge. Um but there's an awful lot of camaraderie and um some really inspiring people as you find in kind of any running event these these days. We had some blind runners, we've got people running for all sorts of causes, um a lot of people looking pretty bruised and battered today, it has to be said um so um yeah it's definitely one to think about if you if you enjoy a good challenge anyway this is autumn leaves um over and out uh, maybe talk to you again about something else uh, some other time
1: wow thank you so much for that um i really really enjoyed that um 52 miles in a week is amazing it's not something that i would contemplate so i'm really impressed um But also race for five miler and a 70% Wava. I mean, incredible, really well done. Um, You were very, very low key about that. I thought in comparison to how I'd have felt about managing a silver standard in the middle of a 52 mile week. So um, awesome. I thought it all sounded really quite tough, but you kind of got on with it in a very matter of fact way. So thank you very much. Autumn Leaves. Moving on, we've now got another race report, actually, and it's Pot Hunter. Um, Pot Hunter is doing Great City. The sorry, the Great City Race. In fact, I think it's got a longer name than that. I think it's the Standard Chartered Great City Race, um, which is a five k race that Pot Hunter's done. And here's his report.
3: Hello, coaches. Pot Hunter here. I'm uh, talking to you from a race. It's the Standard Chartered Great City Race. Uh, It's a 5k race uh, around some of the landmarks of uh, the City of London. Uh, The sun is shining, but it's also raining Um, uh, in South Africa. We call that a monkey's wedding, Uh, who knows why. But uh, yeah, excited to be, uh, not quite on the start line, but almost uh, half an hour away from the start line. the 5K at effort is going to be interesting, given that most of my running recently has been more of the long, slow stuff. But uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, hope to catch up with you later. Cheers. Zip, 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 zip. Hey, Pitchies, here again. I think just uh, completed a very hot and humid standard charted 5K. Oh, so nice to be out racing with uh, crowds and fellow runners. This uh, this race historically has always been very congested, but they did a great job this year of spreading out the start waves. A couple of years ago I actually had to walk through the Barbican Tunnel just because it was so congested. Uh, no problems today. Um, apologies to any traders, uh, watch recorded quite watched. Short, but I guess that doesn't matter. Ah, I'll leave it there. Hopefully, see many of you around. Uh, I did just bump into HOD. I'll just stick it to the book. Look after self-fetchies, stay safe, and we'll speak again soon. Bye!
1: Thanks very much, Pot Hunter. Sounds grand. I can really hear that you've got your racing joy back, um, which sounds lovely. Interesting about the congestion. I wondered whether that was to do with maybe changes in in the way the race was run due to COVID restrictions and maybe wave starts or... Anyway, interesting to know whether it was anything to do with that or whether there were less entrants this year or... Anyway, thanks very much for that nice report and nice to hear people back out doing some some racing again and and really enjoying it as well. And moving on, we have Mandy Moo and um, Mandy Moo is uh, giving us a short report of her holiday in Devon and uh, here she is. Hello Fetchies, it's Mandy Moo here and for a change I'm not on the Kent Coast, I am actually down in Devon and I thought I'd go for a little wander this afternoon and while out I'd listen to the Fetch podcast and lo and behold there's Katie and Ian talking about their lovely holiday they've had in Devon and not only that they are mentioning Hope Cove which at the very point I was listening to it I was just walking above Hope Cove as we are staying just outside of there. Down to the cove itself today with the other half on our bikes, and I can concur it is very hilly here. Even other half on his electric bike struggle getting up some of the hills. Um, it's just beautiful, that's all I can say. It's absolutely stunning. The weather is gorgeous, it's put a smile on my face, and even more so listening to um, Fetch and Katie saying how much they enjoyed it down here and in the interest of Fetch and as soon as I've been asked I will try to consume as many scones as I can and get some photos for you bye thanks Mandy um, it was very sweet actually when Mandy was in Devon um, she contacted me by FML because uh, while I while I was there I'd managed to take control of Bolttail which is um, the conker zone just by Hope Cove um, and while she was there, she managed to take control of it. And so she F-mailed me to, to um, so not really apologise, but just sort of say, sorry, but I've got your concourses zone now. Um, but I'm very happy about that. And I'm really glad Mandy got to enjoy that area because it is stunning. Thanks, Mandy. Um, great stuff. And last, but by no means least, we have a great interview um, done by Flying Scotsman um, for Half Pints Member of the Month questions and um, i will pass you straight over to them now
4: cool so <laughs> um welcome to the fetch everyone podcast uh today i'm going to be interviewing half pint the member of the month for one of the months earlier this year <laughs> um, i can't even
5: remember what
4: month it was feels like ages cool. ago now yeah it does Is like my one feels like forever but you know, I
5: think it took um, me quite a long time to actually answer all of the questions I completely forgot about it I did a few of them and then forgot I
4: had about five questions so it was nice and easy <laughs> uh, yeah um so congratulations on um on getting member of the month how do you feel about that
5: yeah I don't, I've been on fetch for a really long time I've, I never really expected it to happen to be honest just kind of like bumble along in the background be of all, all the more popular people have obviously had it already they're kind of like moving on to the <laughs> bottom of the barrel now
4: yeah well I wouldn't I wouldn't stoop, stoop low to say they're scraping the bottom of the barrel there's lots of there's plenty of great people on fetch that haven't been member of the month just yet
5: no you kind of, I think you kind of assume that certain people have had it because they've yeah. been around for so long
4: yeah there's some quite a few of the questions are like oh I didn't know you had didn't know you didn't have it already and stuff like that <laughs> yeah um, yeah my one was quite sudden i only joined fetch about a year ago and no, you obviously um, made a big
5: impact with your challenge over christmas
4: though yeah one idea that i actually stole from a pt that i um <laughs> that the rugby No nobody I, needs I to did, know that no no i, I did it better so uh, that's all that matters uh so the first question is rrr kaz and they say congratulations half pint if you were to have a golden ticket to any sporting event, what would you choose to watch?
5: Um, thank you, Cass. Um yeah, I I don't really watch a lot of sport, like certainly not on the TV. I'm like, I'm not really someone that sits and watches sport, so this was kind of tricky. Um we went to see the mountain biking at the 2014 Commonwealth Games when it was in Glasgow, and that was pretty cool. So I wouldn't mind going and seeing the mountain biking again. Um, but the thing that I do tend to watch on on YouTube is the climbing. So um, because Alfie's quite a keen climber, we sometimes watch the climbing. And I think knowing what a community is around the climbing, like it's really supportive. I think it would be quite good to go and see the climbing. Yeah. And it's at the Olympics this year, which I think is a first. So
4: it would have yeah, been really cool the... to
5: go and see it in Tokyo.
4: Yeah, it would have been amazing. It's the, the first time it's been this. They've in, they introduced five sports this year uh some yeah. of them um I have my own opinions about that I don't think I want to share so um I'm but saying, yeah
5: co- like skateboarding yeah exactly <laughs> not
4: a sport. That's, That and <laughs> surfing and uh yeah BMXing
5: but, as well climbing climbing seems like a valid sport to me I'm, I'm quite glad that the climbing's made it yeah
4: it's, it's, it's going it's to be lot really skill good involved.
5: for the community
4: yeah it's going to be really good for the community because well I had to do an essay in English on it um they're like, oh, you can do whatever you want. So uh, climbing in the Olympics is mine. That's been a great excuse to oh, watch really? climbing events.
5: <laughs> that sounds great.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, so next question, Jordy Girl asks, wow, congratulations, well-deserved, and I was surprised to learn you'd not been member of the month before. Thank you for sharing your amazing part of the world on podcasts and the Newt thread. If you could organise a fetch weekend of adventure up north-north, what would
5: you plan Yeah uh, this was quite a tricky one because obviously i'm going to probably bang on about how amazing it is where i live for the rest of this interview where um, <laughs> i live i'm really close to inverness but actually we're within striking distance of loads of really amazing places so like i'm 40 minutes away from the cairngorms and glen affric's really close by um, and i can get to the west coast within sort of an hour or two Um, So there's loads of cool places that we could go, but I really, really love Torridon Um, and it's got a really good, it's got a youth hostel and then a little campsite quite nearby as well. So I was thinking that would be quite a good base for for us to go and have a bit of a fetch gathering. Um, There's probably opportunities for just about everything. So there's really good climbing in Torridon, but you're right close to the water for kayaking um, mountain biking monroe bagging road biking as well because the, the apple cross is not that far with the the kind of the road that's i'm, I'm doing hand signals now which obviously yeah. is going to mean <laughs> nothing when this was on there and thing. um yeah so i think tourism would be pretty cool but we kind of need to wait until all of the camper vans and roadside campers disappear because it's a bit inundated with people up there at the moment so oh
4: it's a everywhere there's just people that are like oh we're staycationing and it's like no you're going on holiday in Scotland or England you know that staycation is at your house and they're yes. just swarming the yeah. place leaving their litter everywhere it's just it's not nice.
5: Yeah we've been on the west coast for kayaking um, at the weekend and the number of campervans vans in every car park and every nearby I, it doesn't appeal to me at all I don't know why you would I don't know why you would go and stay in a car park with no facilities when you could go to campsite let's facilities yeah. and be that close to other people the
4: problem is campsites are really full at the moment just because yeah. things are starting to open up a bit so people are tra- traveling to events like I think there's an yeah. orienteering thing happening in Fort William that meant we couldn't get in and stuff so yeah
5: Oh, it's mobbed. It's absolutely mobbed all around the West Coast and Fort William and Anistag and all of that. Never mind. I'm sure they'll all go home soon.
4: Yeah, I hope so. Um, Yeah, you hear that? You people out there, go home. Uh, (laughs) Diogenes asks, congratulations, HP. Geordie Girl's question is very similar to the one I was going to ask. So I've had to rack my brains for an alternative. So what is your favourite non-athletic pastime?
5: This genuinely made me smile because I don't think of anything that I do as being particularly athletic. Like, (laughs) I certainly don't feel very athletic when I'm doing half of these things. Um, I do spend, I would say a lot of my free time, I do spend out and about doing stuff. So obviously I do kayaking and climbing and walking and all the rest of it. So um, I really struggle to actually think what I do when I'm not out and about doing things and probably watching Netflix and things is about the only other thing I do. But I do do quite a lot of reading, so... Um, I've got four books sitting on my bedside table at the moment so um, sadly three of them are actually connected with work but really interesting kind of stuff to do in neuroscience and what have you and then also I've got a Terry Pratchett on the go at the moment which I'm rereading but yes yeah, so which one? Is probably the only thing. Oh, oh my god I can't even remember which one it is I'm reading I don't know I can't remember <laughs> the name for it I've, only, it's not read... one
4: that I've
5: I only got it fairly recently oh, I can't
3: remember.
4: I've only read a There's couple so of it's and yeah, I know, I've never got into them to be honest. They're a bit. I had,
5: a quite like Tony it, but um, yeah, you're good. Anyway,
4: yeah. reading. Wes asks Congratulations, Half Pint. If you could meet anyone past or present, who would it be and why?
5: Uh, this is another really sad answer because it's kind of connected with work to some extent. Um, there's a, um, a guy called Sir Harry Burns who is, um, he was the Chief Medical Officer for Scotland um, and he's a Professor of Global Public Health and he's done lots of stuff in Scotland around kind of the impact of deprivation and poverty and um, how those things influence um, outcomes. So for, for children, the impact of poverty in childhood and how it impacts kind of health and, and outcomes for them when they're adults, which is really influential in terms of this, how Scotland have taken things forward and things like the violence reduction unit. And I think we would have lots in common. There'd be lots of luck for us to kind of chat about um, in terms of that. I'd also like to speak to Bruce Perry, who is, um does a lot of stuff around neuroscience, around um, the impact of trauma on child development as well. But I would probably learn more from speaking to people who are not quite on the same wavelength as me. So I think like having a sit down chat with Donald Trump or something would maybe be a bit more interesting. I'd maybe learn more than sitting speaking to people that are like thinking the same way as me.
4: Yeah, I think with Donald Trump, your slapping hand might itch a little bit the whole time. But
5: <laughs> I think I would slap a lot. I would um, itch a lot. I'd have to very much control myself.
4: Yeah, I've been smiling and nodding whilst you um, politely talk about your job, having no clue what you're doing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what <laughs> you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't
5: think many people would get excited about the prospect of sitting down and having a chat with Harry Burns, to be honest.
4: Yeah, but I suppose you say that, you know, you've been talking about your job and stuff a lot. and But, I mean, they say that if you love your job, you never have to work a day in your life. So... <laughs>
5: I don't know if I love it quite that much, but um, <laughs> yeah, there are elements of it that I enjoy. So, yeah,
4: it's good. Yeah, yeah. Lyns D asks, congratulations, so well deserved. What made you choose your career path?
5: A very relevant
3: question.
5: Um, yeah. yeah, it's a bit of a, I took quite a meandering route um, to get where I am. So I did psychology as an undergrad. I went to uni when I was 17. Um, went off to Glasgow and then I dropped out halfway through my honours year, which was maybe not my smartest move. It was the right thing at the time, but um, yeah, it has definitely made things a bit more difficult. And then I went off gallivanting and did traveling and stuff like that. Um and then when I had my son, I went back to the psychology. Um and I really love the psychology, it's absolutely fascinating, but I also really like working with children and young people. So the educational psychology just kind of brings it all together. Um Uh, so I've only been doing it for I think about six or seven years now Um, mostly enjoy it it's very rewarding but it can be extremely frustrating at times as well so yeah I can imagine and I think like my son's had quite a lot of difficulties in terms of school and things so I think it's been it's been helpful in that respect but also made me see the value of what I'm doing even more and how important it is to get it right for young people when they're at school yeah
4: it is important. there's plenty of people at my school and stuff that really struggle but you don't you don't really notice, but I think they benefit a lot from people that just take the time to give them a hand.
5: Yeah yeah, it's really important stuff. I think yeah I don't know if we're getting it right all the time but we, we try our best I suppose.
4: I think that's the, that's all you can do really isn't it?
5: Yeah absolutely.
4: Um, so Pot Hunter asks, congratulations, what would you have for your death row meal? Starter, main course and dessert, plus something to wash it down. Um,
5: <laughs> the only bit of this that was easy was the main course bit. Um, I absolutely love a roast chicken dinner and it's got to be with oatmeal stuffing. I don't know what kind of stuffing you do, but for me, it's oatmeal stuffing. <laughs> um, roast potatoes and parsnips um, and then just veg and gravy. I really, really love a roast chicken dinner, um, something seafood for a starter, so prawns or scallops or something like that, and then I'm not really a pudding person, so I don't really know. A
4: cheese board, maybe? A sticking-
5: <laughs> Sorry?
4: A cheese board, maybe?
5: No,
3: no. Nah.
5: I don't often go, normally I have a starter in a main course and I'm so full that I don't manage a pudding, so... Um, I'll tell you what though that, um, in Stonehaven where I used to live there is a really good ice cream shop called, well it's actually a sweetie shop called Gileonotti's and they do their own homemade ice cream um, so I would have some of their ice cream, their Turkish Delight ice cream in particular is amazing so that's maybe what I would go for, I miss their the Turkish Delight ice cream
4: They're so, not too far from me, I might have to give that a shot actually
5: Yeah, everyone goes to Auntie Betty's which is the one that's on the beachfront beside the fish and chip shop and yeah. they put loads of sweeties and stuff on your, your ice cream but Guillianotti's is better it's just up from the square
4: <laughs> I'll have to go I'll give it a shot then
5: no, it's not. this is not relevant for anyone else that's listening to the podcast probably but maybe nope. people will go on a little tour now and they'll go looking for the ice cream
4: yeah they'll be going just to find it that'll be it <laughs> um, so Mazzy H asks oh well done my friend I have so many unanswered questions but let's save it for the book deal my question to you is, what endures for you about Fetch, the website?
5: <laughs> I like that, to like, be very clear. We're not talking about yes, Fetch, the well, man himself.
4: No, that would be um, a different conversation.
5: Yeah, Maz and I have known each other for quite a while, and we met through Fetch, so I'm guessing that's why she's asking the question that she has. Um, I can't even think how long I've been on Fetch. It's quite a while, though. And initially, I got into Fetch because a friend was a member And she kind of drew me and i was we we ran together so um i kind of got involved because of that and there used to be quite a lot of local fetch meetups so there used to be an aberdeen fetch mile fairly regularly so initially it was probably more about that and since i've moved and i don't think there's been very many of them happening very much recently obviously because of covid and stuff um so i guess it's just the sense of community from the forums and things like that for me that keeps me coming back I think there's something for everyone on fetch you know like you you can chat about just about anything on the forums
3: i tend to hang about in
5: the mundane fed quite a lot but there's you know i think if you've ever got a daft question about anything whether it's sports related or anything else there's there's somewhere to ask your question and get a bit of support from people so it's the people that keep me coming back
4: yeah no it's a great site i really i've really found found it fun to be around on fetch um and fetch makes it fun by like the games. I'm quite into trader at the minute, wanting the final badge. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think because um,
5: I don't do a lot of running, like the games don't really work so much for me because I'm, um, yeah, I
4: don't. Yes, run. yeah. I I like conquer size. I like the fact I've got my own little empire, um, around where <laughs> I live. Um, so I think it's Stevchi. It's um. Well-deserved half-pint, I voted for you. Question, what is the best race you have ever taken part in and why was it so?
5: Yeah, this was a difficult one because I don't really do races. Um, and I immediately went, oh, I can't even answer that question because I don't do races. I probably haven't done a race for uh, at least 10 years. Um, when I first started running, I did sort of 5Ks, 10Ks. I did a half marathon, which I hated every minute of. And... Um, and then I kind of stopped running because I was constantly injured. Um, but then I remembered that I did a, I did a couple of triathlons in, in Stonehaven, which is where I lived before I moved up here. Um, and it, it was one of those things, I wasn't running because I was injured. So I started cycling and then there was a women's triathlon beginners group thing that I joined just to get out and do stuff with other people. Um, and then the local club did a... They did a, a, a series but it's two races over the summer um at the novice kind of distance and somehow was convinced to go and give it a go Um, i have never been so nervous at the beginning of a race in all my life with that first triathlon like it was totally out with my comfort zone completely um but i really really enjoyed it and i think partly i mean i enjoyed it anyway it was a huge achievement but um because it was local like I knew a lot of the marshals, I knew a lot of the other competitors. My friends and family were there at the end to kind of cheer me in. So it was, I think that made it extra special, just having folk around you. Yeah,
4: that's. Than, nice. yeah. yeah, and it's
5: quite a small event as well, so it feels quite personal. Yeah, and I won a prize as well. I was the fastest oh. woman in my age category over in the two races. Well,
4: there was that only two is... of us,
5: and there was only one second in it, but I, I won nonetheless.
4: So, so you're a professional now. You're. Uh... Not, I mean, absolutely. I've,
5: not, I've not done a triathlon since. And that was probably about 10 years ago, but, you know.
4: Yeah, quite while you're ahead, definitely.
5: Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I, I, I didn't want to, you know, I peaked and then I just kind of
4: called it. Yes, off. yeah. Didn't want to plateau. Yeah, yeah no, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Magoon asks, who would play you in a film of your life? When do auditions start and do we have a release date?
5: Um, I outsourced the answer of this question to my son quarter pint who everyone will know as QP on on the site Um, he doesn't have a, a, a his own account but everyone calls him QP Um, <laughs> we have a long-standing joke that I am the same height as Danny DeVito so his answer to this was that Danny DeVito should play me in the <laughs> film of my life uh. I thought I'd maybe go for something a little bit more flattering and you know someone also petite but maybe a little bit more feminine so I'm going to go with Kylie Minogue even though I look absolutely nothing like Kylie Minogue and the only thing that we have in common is that we're both quite short. Uh,
4: It doesn't matter they they can't they can't see you they can only hear you.
5: Yeah absolutely and you know it's a bit bit more flattering than Danny DeVito that's for sure.
4: Yes definitely. (laughs) Um, Big Chief Running Boar asks is your half pint half full or half empty and either way what would you be drinking?
5: um yeah i am probably naturally a bit half empty i think my upbringing means that i tend to look not on the bright side i don't know if you can hear that but we've got a thunderstorm rolling through at the moment it's been rumbling the whole way through this interview
4: i can Um, hear it actually yeah ours is (laughs) we're forecast lightning but it's not been too bad
5: yeah i'm kind of hoping it passes by sorry i've gotten distracted um (laughs) yeah probably naturally half Half empty, but I try to be a bit more half full. It's it's interesting. I think work-wise, when I'm working with other people, I'm quite solution focused and positive and looking for the strengths. When it comes to my own life, I'm probably a bit more negative. Um, But I started the reasons to be grateful, Fred, for that reason to try and just like focus on the positives. Um, and in terms of what's in the glass um, I would have had Jack Daniels and Coke and I probably would have had a full pint of Jack Daniels and Coke back in the day um, but I don't <laughs> drink an awful lot these days I can't cope with it anymore um, so it's mostly tea these days which is just really sad and the occasional cider and very occasionally gin uh,
4: um, yeah I can't can't relate to not drinking oh hang on a minute <laughs> yes I can water <laughs> How and, old are you? Uh, it's Fifteen. It's water and Pepsi for me. You're only (laughs) fifteen. Yeah.
5: I thought you were older than that. I assumed you were. I must have known that.
4: Yeah. So you're definitely
5: not doing any drinking.
4: No, not because your dad
5: might listen to this.
4: (laughs) Don't um, don't talk to anyone I know though. Um, not about me, about them. I don't. I don't drink. Um. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Um. (laughs) ITG asks if you could go back in time and advise a younger version of yourself what would you tell
5: her? This was like a huge question that had me thinking for days um, and like very deep thoughts about this question. Like, oh my God, what would I go back and tell myself? I didn't have the best of times when I was a teenager. So um, yeah, this, yeah, thanks to ITG for this wonderful question that made me think very deeply. Uh, the short answer would be you are good enough and please be kind to yourself. That's my kind of short answer. I'm not going to go any further than that
4: that's a very good message yeah
5: Yeah. a good message Um, for anybody
4: dot b dot or maybe just b um congrats half pint you do lots of different stuff climbing kayaking mountain biking running walking what's your favorite memory from your outdoor adventures Uh,
5: this was another really tricky one um I love all of my adventures and it's 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 often about the people that you're there with and the you know the amazing scenery and what have you but the one that really stands out is I I walked the West Highland Way um back in May 2019 with QP um who was 16 at the time um and he'd had a really really tough time like didn't do great at school um really struggled with school um and I think for him, it was a really good opportunity to do something that he really shines at. So he's amazing at kayaking and climbing and he loves being outside and being out in the hills and stuff. So it was a really good opportunity for him to shine, but also a really nice opportunity for him and I to spend time together. I don't know, if you yeah. know what the West Island Way is, So I should probably explain that. It's um, it's 96 miles from just outside Glasgow, so from Mulgay to Fort William. And it goes through, it goes past Loch Lomond, uh, Ranachmoor, Glen Cole, There's the Devil's Staircase, so it's it's through some of the most stunning scenery. Um, but it it is quite challenging um, in places. And it was we did it over six days, um, which was tough at times. But it was you know it was a great experience to do it together, especially given that he's kind of now off doing his own thing and kind of flown the nest to some extent. Although he's back at the moment. Um, so yeah, it was it was a nice experience to have that together.
4: Yeah, but bonds in time. Yeah. That's have you done anything used... like that?
5: With your family, big, big things like that.
4: Um, nothing like that. No. We kind of we go for like family camping trips and stuff, but we've never yeah. kind of set out to do a particular a particular thing together. Um, I'd quite like to run the West Highland way. Um but I, it's very optimistic, but um plenty of time.
3: I see
5: one. you're a good strong runner, though, aren't you?
4: Um, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Um, I ran ran a half marathon the other day, so. Oh, very good. Just uh, yeah, just finish finish off training for a bit and take a rest. Yeah. The um, ultras,
5: I think, are, there's a great community around the ultra running. I think um, if you get into it, you know, and yeah. you can build up to doing the West Way to all the other slightly shorter ones.
4: I'm trying Something
3: to, face to
4: work myself. towards definitely yeah I'm trying to face myself with a, a full marathon and not just a half one yeah. um so Columba asks many congratulations HP how long have you been an EP for and have you practiced as an EP in any other part of the country than the part you're in now
5: Um, so we've kind of covered a bit of this Um, EP is educational psychologist and I know that Columba was an educational psychologist as well before she retired Um, I've been an ed psych for about six or seven years so not that long I still feel like a bit of a newbie but I guess six, seven years is actually quite a while Um, I came straight to the Highlands as a probationer so I haven't actually been an educational psychologist anywhere else um, apart from where I was a trainee, which was in Aberdeen City, in Aberdeenshire. Um, I When I first started looking at being an educational psychologist, it was partly with half an eye on emigrating to Australia or New Zealand, because you get quite good points in the point system for being an educational psychologist. But I don't know that I would want to go anywhere now. I really like living where I do. Maybe,
4: yes. Maybe, maybe somewhere disc- further down the line. People diss Scotland quite a lot for the weather, but actually the weather's not too bad. And the views <laughs> and right
5: now. <laughs> well,
4: yeah, <laughs> but the views and stuff are so worth it.
5: Yeah, I kind of feel, yeah, I wouldn't want to go anywhere. I would, I would still like to visit New Zealand. I've been to Australia, but I'd still like to visit New Zealand. But I don't think I'd like to emigrate at the moment. But maybe one day, maybe I'll go and do this somewhere else. But definitely not in England. Everything that I know about the English education system makes me want to run a mile. So I'll stay where I am for now.
4: Yeah. And Night Owl asks, congratulations. Is there anything out there on your running or cycling bucket list?
5: Um, well, I'm not much of a runner, so no running kind of dreams. Um I don't really have any I don't really have anything specific. I used to want to do the Strath Puffer, which is a mountain bike um sort of 24-hour thing. Um, but I've I've ridden a bit I've ridden the route. Um In the last few while, and now I have no desire to actually spend 24 hours doing that. Um, I think just I'm quite content just exploring the local area. There's no specific events, you know, there's there's so much up here that I haven't seen yet and that I haven't gone and explored, and so much that I can do kind of walking or or biking or in the kayak. So I think that's that's all that I want to do is just go and explore as much of the the area as I can, stick with the highlands. Who wants That's to go like, anywhere else or there's a global pandemic happening anyway.
4: Yeah, stay at home, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no bucket lists for anyone anytime soon. Yeah. I
5: don't and, like the idea of a bucket list because to me, a bucket list means that you're dying and that you're trying to yeah. do stuff before you die. I don't... Yeah.
3: To-do
4: list, then.
5: Yes. I think it, the bucket list gets bandied around too much. It's... Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, And my question is, if you were a professional athlete in any sport, what song would you want to walk onto the pitch to?
5: I find this a really difficult question because I really love music. Like, I love music. I find, like and it can totally lift my mood and there's certain songs that will come on and I'm like bouncing and that's great and then when I got the question I was like oh my god I can't think of any songs like I literally can't think of anything and um, the, the only one that came to mind was Mr Brightside by the Killers which I think women of a certain age probably um, it's a thing Um, certainly any weddings and things that I've been to in the last however many years with family when that comes on like all the women hit the dance floor and we're all kind of bouncing about like idiots so it's um it's probably not a particularly motivational song in terms of lyrics but it's got the right energy so I'm yeah that. it's
4: uh I mean it, it starts with coming out of your cage doesn't it so I suppose that counts
5: yeah yeah what about you what's your song for coming onto the picture whatever oh you got one
4: um Thunderstruck, I think. By ACDC ah. would be a good one. I think that'd yeah. be my one.
5: Yeah, we should do we should do our Torridon event and we could all have our own kind of walking on music for when we appear at the campsite or whatever.
4: Oh yes, yeah.
5: Get, get everyone to choose their their song. I think I'm gonna have to go into planning mode and like start organizing some sort of fetch event in Torridon, see who's willing to come this far north.
4: Yeah, well, it's not actually that far from me, I don't think. But uh, I, I don't travel that that much, especially at the moment. But uh, yeah, quite content with yeah. where I live. Beach, glens, happy.
3: Where
5: are you again?
4: Um, so we're on the east coast, um, kind of below Stonehaven, above Dundee. Yeah. Not wanting to oh, give huh. any specifics out there, but. Uh, <laughs> no.
5: I was thinking, I was thinking more Angus or
4: D'Angus, yeah, isn't one. it? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can kind of nice tell from, of from Angus Clydesdale.
5: Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah, thinking yeah. it was quite good that we both got kind of similar, like we're both um, from similar area. Like I grew up in Portleth and um, lived in Stonehaven. so...
4: Yeah, kind Two Aberdeenshire.
5: ...that lived so close together.
4: It is actually. Um, my accent threw a couple of people on in my interview last time, because um, they, they weren't expecting this, <laughs> whatever this may be to other people. Um, to me, it's perfectly normal, but... Absolutely. Um, cool. Any? Um, so I'll, I'll probably do a bit of a... Um, oh, what's it called? I oh, can't mind now. Do you have anyone you want to thank or anything?
5: No, just thanks to everyone for asking questions and for voting for it. It came as a bit of a surprise. I, th- I think there was a slight concerted effort by a couple of particular Fetchies who had um, nominated me a couple of times. So thanks to them for, for making it happen. And thanks to Fetch for my lovely Fitbit.
4: Yes, it's uh, they're very nice, aren't they?
5: <laughs> yes. And for creating a wonderful community that brings us I all together. I think that's,
4: that's the most important thing. There's, um, there's a place for everyone on Fetch. Yeah. And hopefully it stays that way. I can't imagine it changing. Absolutely.
5: It's a pretty
4: special place. Cool. Well, it's been uh, really nice to interview you. Um, Thank you. That's all from us.
1: Thanks both. Great interview. I really enjoyed that. Um, there were a few things that, that popped out at me from it. Um, One of them was the skateboarding at the Olympics. And I'm wondering if either of you have changed your minds on that, not being a sport, because I certainly did have my mind changed. I mean, not that I was especially against it, but um, I really found it quite fascinating. Um, And as well, the BMX stuff that was on and I loved the climbing. I thought the climbing was amazing. But yeah, I'm just interested to know, did either of you think skateboarding was worthy of the Olympics after you saw it? Uh, I certainly did. Um, the other thing I was very interested in was the Gillian Oaties ice cream. Uh, that sounded very good indeed. It made me feel like I should have a trip up there for sure. I absolutely loved Half Pint's message to her uh, younger self, which is, you are good enough. And I think we could all take that one on board um, and remind ourselves every day, really, look in the mirror and say, you are good enough because we are, um, we're all trying our best, aren't we, at the moment, Um, and I think finally my last little nugget of joy that I took from that interview was there's a place for everyone on Fetch Everyone, and I absolutely agree with that, and um, I hope it continues as well, and I think it will, because just going on the podcast contributions today, I think we can see what a great place we have here. I do apologise for the Drilling, you can hear in the background. I was hoping to finish this bit before that started again, um, but anyway, I'm now going to pass you over to uh, my husband, and uh, he's going to he's going to say cheerio.
0: Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to our podcast, and thank you very much to uh, Katie, looking slightly more ragged and dishevelled than when she came in for me to record the intro. But thanks very much, love, um, and if. Uh you would like to send us a contribution for the podcast, it makes our job a lot easier. Um please record it on your phone and send it to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. We love to hear the sort of things that you get up to. Um and I think that's about it. Is there anything else I normally say apart from tah? No. Ta. Bye. <laughs> guess who the mystery fetchy was i pronounce it orange katie pronounces it orange um if you are orange or orange could you let us know how you pronounce it please but um anyway that's who it was so well done if you guessed